Hello, my name is Shmuel Tellenhaus, and welcome to the Shmuel Tellenhaus podcast. If you're listening to the show, you must be one of a couple of close friends, or my wife, who I sent a link to this podcast to. Thank you for listening to me, and I'm very, very excited to be here, though it may not sound like that in my voice, I'm trying to hold it together. Uh, actually, way back when, I used to do a lot of uh, YouTube videos when YouTube was just becoming a thing. And after a while, I stopped after doing 100 plus videos. Uh, primary reason for stopping was, as I was watching my videos, I was like, I have a really ugly face. And that was it for my expression of creativity for many, many years. And then it dawned upon me a little while ago that for podcasts, you can have an ugly face, but still ex have self-expression for creativity. And so therefore, uh, here we are giving it a go. Now, uh, I do have a professional career. I do marketing. But for whatever reason, when people see me and they know me for years ago, four years ago or from years ago, let's go with from years ago. Uh, they will always, you know, usually what people remember about me are the times where I was a night activity director in Camp Canistral, Montreal, uh, even though um, they will probably never let my kids or any of my ancestors, and not my ancestors, my ancestors can't go there. They're long gone, my ancestors, but uh, my descendants, they would not allow to go uh, to camp just after some of the things that I did, did there. Um, so people remember me from camp when I was an activity director, and people remember me from when I had a YouTube channel. Oftentimes, uh, people were like, yes, I remember your channel, or I remember you from camp. But never once in my career did somebody ever stop me during the street and say, that marketing presentation you did was just unbelievable, and it makes me smile until this day. That has never happened. And so clearly, I have something else to offer uh, other than just some um, marketing and sending some traffic to your website via Google or Facebook. Now, just to explain a little the name of the show, the, the name of the show was uh, the Shmuel Tenenhaus Podcast. Uh, believe it or not, I spent days agonizing over this name. I was thinking about going the Tenenhaus Shmuel Podcast or a podcast from Shmuel Tenenhaus. Uh, and the Shmuel Tenenhaus Podcast just rolls off the tongue, kind of like the Joe Rogan podcast. So this is just like the Joe Rogan podcast, but it's not Joe Rogan, it's Shmuel Tenenhaus. Now, I was thinking about potentially calling this the Shalom Rosenfeld uh, podcast, but I was like, that's not gonna make any sense because I'm not Shalom Rosenfeld. Uh, he may be a different personality that I have uh, or a name that I get extra mileage with, but that's not my name, and also people won't be able to find me uh, if they're searching for me. So uh, we gave the no-go to Shalom Rosenfeld, and this is the Shmuel Tenenhaus podcast because I am Shmuel Tenenhaus, and this is my podcast, and together you have the Shmuel Tenenhaus podcast. Um, if I'm talking too close to the mic, uh, it's really too bad on you because... Uh, by the time the recording is done and it's live and it's published, there's nothing I can do about it. But uh, feel free to tell me something after the fact and I can make amendments for the second show. 
So now, what are the topics that we're going to discuss on the show? Like, what, who, who is this for? Who's going to be listening to? So in general, uh, my target demo, target demographic for this is from men. Uh, now, I don't necessarily uh, have a deep affection for from men. In fact, I'm married to from woman, but... Uh, it's topics that are important to me and relevant to me and things that I think about. We'll get to them in a second. So that is my intended audience. If you're from and you're a man or you're from and you're on the fence, and you're not sure which, which way uh, this podcast is for you. Now, if you're from woman, uh, I, I will not discriminate. And uh, let's just keep it at that. So the topics that we're going to cover here, the topics are many. The time is short because I'd like to keep this to 30 minutes because my time isn't precious. I just don't have that many things to talk about, at least for this go around. So I want to talk about uh, topics we'll cover on uh, the Shmuel Tenenhaus podcast. Uh, we'll talk about uh, you know, things that I learned in therapy, both as an individual and uh, going to couples therapy. Uh, there's a lot of people out there who don't necessarily have good insurance or don't want to make the commitment to signing up for therapy, but you have a guy like me who's done, who's, who's put in the time. Uh, I've seen many therapists, both personal and uh, marriage, and though maybe it's evident that none of them were helpful, uh, I still have potentially a lot of nuggets of advice that I can share out, and you don't even have, there's no copay for it. Uh, we'll also talk about tuition anxiety. Uh, that's definitely a from uh, ailment, kind of like Crohn's. Uh, not necessarily limited, though, to the Ashkenazi community. If you have children and you're sending kids to school or you just got married, uh, tuition, or we call TA, is definitely something to be, uh, to be discussed. And we'll talk about different ways uh, to deal with it. Uh, a great, uh, just while we're at it, a great hack for uh, dealing with tuition anxiety is... Uh, uh, Antidepressants, it's a, it's a great thing also as a copay. You can get generics at Walmart, but uh, that way you know when it comes to the first of the month and that credit card swipe is about to happen. And you're getting a little mileage, but not enough mileage on the credit card that it really you know justifies that spend. You just want to be protected. And so uh, a lot of great SSRIs out there and uh, other things to make this a little more manageable. Other topics we'll cover is uh, the great migration to uh, South Florida and just Florida in general from Jews across the world, the ingathering of the Jews to Florida and uh, what it's like and how uh, on the Discovery Channel, just like I don't know if anybody, anybody's ever watched the great migration of the Serengeti where you see all the wildebeest running, uh, that's kind of what it's like here in South Florida. It's Sometimes I walk outside and there is just a Frum family flying by in a horse and buggy uh, with their children and chetel boxes and hat boxes falling out. It's a very exciting place to be here right now in South Florida. Things are popping. And again, it's not just South Florida. South Florida would be the capital of, of the great Jewish migration to Florida. We're also going to talk about uh, exercise. It's free. It's another tuition hack where again, first of the month, they're gonna charge that card. If you're doing some heavy, intensive exercise, it could help take the edge off. We'll also talk about 
something that's very dear uh, to my heart, uh, which is weed or uh, cannabis. It's actually the same thing. And uh, people don't know. They think it's two different things. Weed is cannabis. Cannabis is weed. Uh, I am definitely into that, not on a regular basis, though, um, just because of uh, budgetary reasons right now. But Emirates Hashem, one day, uh, my financial situation should improve, and I will have more dispensable income for recreational narcotics. We'll also talk about self-help books. Uh, I haven't read a book since probably a book report in elementary, like a book from beginning to end, but I definitely read a lot of self-help books. That is my genre of choice, and they're at my bedside. I actually, the book at my bedside right now is uh, Badass Habits, Cultivate the Confidence, Boundaries, and Know How to Upgrade Your Life. So this is a book about cultivating good habits from the author of You Are a Badass, and uh, one of the problems that I'm having with this book is that I actually want to finish the book, but, and it's, it's quite good, I'm in the middle of it, and I just have a habit where I just start books and don't finish them. And so uh, I hope I can get through this book just to figure out how to, how to deal with these habits. I read an interesting quote, a great quote I wanted to share from this self-help book as we dive right in. Um, because let's face it, most of us are a mess and any uh, information that you can glean during the day uh, to make you and myself a little less of a mess is great. So the quote is like this, perfectionism is just procrastination in a fancy outfit. I'll read that again. Perfectionism is just procrastination in a fancy outfit. So this podcast, I've been wanting to do it since my birthday which was in September, but I've been waiting for perfectionism and no more, as this is so far from perfect that uh, it's, there's no longer a fancy outfit. So uh, other things that we'll talk about is potentially uh, the daf yomi. It's something uh, to do. It's like exercise. It's free. There's not even a copay for the daf. It's a great thing to incorporate in your life. And then we'll also talk about the potentially, uh, as we're getting to the season, we'll talk about Pesach programs and the haves and the have-nots and all the anxiety that happens every year a couple months before Pesach when people are scrambling uh, to figure out which program they're going to go to. And then you have the people that are going to fancy programs in Mexico. And then you have the people like myself who are schlepping uh, to, to New York, uh, to Crown Heights, to spend with my in-laws because that Pesach program is free, completely free. Uh, I did have to help a little couple times bring something up and down from the basement, and the rest of the time I pretend like I am working, so I do not have to do that much uh, help for Pesach. So uh, just a couple of topics I want to cover. In addition to these topics, some things just uh, I want to make some observations uh, for any of you who have been in shul for the last couple of years, there are sometimes, unfortunately, people that have many needs that will come there and they have a paper from the VAD that they can collect money there and they were approved. This is a piece of paper that's laminated, 
so you know it's real. And people go around showing collecting, but what I've noticed is there is a subset of this group that have completely raised the bar. So they're not just taking cash, they have a credit card machine. And that brings it to a whole nother level because if I have cash, I'll give a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, and twenty dollars if I really was a terrible person the prior day. And when you have the credit card machine, it just brings it to a whole nother level because then you start going to the 18, the 36, the 50. And the ROI on such a credit card machine is just unparalleled. And if you're in that group with just the sheet still doing only cash, I highly would recommend an upgrade to the credit card machine because you will be next level uh, collector. Talking about the level of sophistication with people collecting when they come to show, um, you know, the latest I've seen, and it just blows me away, is um, the collectors who now take Bitcoin. And it's brilliant. It's just another currency, but, you know, I love it. And there was a guy last week in our show was actually soliciting funds for a yeshiva in Israel where he's visiting, and he was accepting NFTs, which is just Incredible because that is the latest, that's the cutting edge of tech, and these people are right on it, and they're doing it right. One thing I just want to mention is if you want to surround yourself with people who are competent and they know how to behave in times of danger, uh, look around in your community and see the people who, when COVID first broke out, look for the folks who were selling PPE and flipping that stuff. If you know a guy, when the shutdown happened, immediately would spring into action and start selling gloves and face masks. This is a guy that you know will not take life sitting down. They are PPE hustlers. And like when COVID first hit, I was like, hey, it's just an opportunity for me to sit back and have an excuse for, for taking it easy because I really wasn't doing a lot of work then. And I was like, yeah, let's just take it easy now because everything is shut down. But there was another group of people that, boom, the second this happened, they said, let me sell PPE equipment. I know nothing about this, but I'm going to start flipping, not 10 masks, not 50, 100. Let's do a million at a time. And again, if you ever want to look at your group of friends and divide the ones that know how to react and be proactive in a time of danger versus the rest of us who kind of just said, hey, let's just take it easy because nobody's doing anything. Again, think about your friends who sold PPE. And if you ever in life run into an issue and you need somebody to come up with a solution, I would go with the people who are selling masks. You know they're competent. They're onto something else. And... Uh, these are the type of people, if there's a tornado or a hurricane, they're, they're flipping batteries from the trunk of their car. They have it worked out. And again, you want to have these people in your life because chas things go the wrong way. These guys will have the hookup. I, uh, my family and I, we went to Seattle last week. It was Yeshiva week, uh, one of the biggest tourist seasons here in Florida. And... Uh, they are still very 
concerned about COVID there as opposed to Florida, where it's, it's very different. And you got to give it to people who are concerned and considerate to others, uh, wearing masks and uh, social distancing. We actually went up the Space Needle and there was a sign before you got into Space Needle that said, please no talking in the elevator because, again, you can't socially distance in an elevator, but you can, you know, start talking to somebody. And we all know talking is dangerous, especially in an elevator, especially after COVID. And where I have friends from the East Coast that will sometimes knock Seattle or the culture there or the West Coast and California and whatever that is, whatever nonsense they're coming up with. I want to express my gratitude for the people in Seattle because when I was there, it's not everybody, but the people who you see them driving in a car without any other passengers and they are diligent enough to keep their masks on by themselves in a car. To me, that's selfless because if I'm driving opposite them in traffic and their exhaust is on and my exhaust is on and they breathe in their car without a mask and I'm without a mask and they have something going on and we're at the opposite side of the road, but we pass within six feet. Those, those droplets can, can get right into my car. And when you see that act where, again, people are cautious enough and thinking about others, that is very commendable. And a shout out to all you people. And if you're in your car now listening to this podcast and your mask is on, just I'm thinking about you and... You know, you're doing the right thing. And if you want, I can put you in touch with some people from my community who have a lot of extra PPE potentially sitting on for the next thing that happens. Uh, I do want to say that I, what I'm really missing from early COVID days, unfortunately, are those the face shields. You know, if you take COVID seriously, you're wearing a, a mask, two masks, which, by the way, science has proven that two masks is nothing. Uh, if you're going to be serious about masks, you want to have at least three masks on because, you know, in case the first two are not doing what they're supposed to, you have the third one. You know, nobody drives a car with one tire, two tires. There's at least three or four tires on a car, just like legs on a table or a chair. And so the face shields, though, is a whole nother level of seriousness. It reminds you that you're in a pandemic. If you sneeze, it'll go on your shield, and people can see it from the outside that you are protecting them. And uh, just everybody looks kind of like a welder or a blacksmith because they have that whole face mask on. And uh, it's really nice. I, I, really, I really miss it. And God forbid there should be another such thing, but it would be nice if there was uh, a, a, like Groundhog's Day, but there was um, National Face Shield Day where people could just wear a face shield. I think it would be a lot better for uh, society. So 
Uh, I wanted to talk also, I know we haven't covered a lot of the topics that I said we'll cover, but it, they will sneak themselves in, into this. Um, so yeah, we could talk for a second about uh, the Great Migration and all the, the Jewish people moving to Florida and uh, how busy the restaurants have gotten. So my wife and I just managed to make a dinner reservation for our anniversary. Uh, we did it at Fuego. It is a restaurant that serves one or two things on their menu, and they also do very loud happy birthdays. And people go crazy for that here. You have no idea how, how fun it is to eat one or two things off the menu and then uh, have a lot of loud happy birthdays around you. And uh, so we got a reservation for 2024 uh, for our wedding anniversary, Mertz Hashem. These things are booked out a couple of years in advance. Uh, I actually saw because my wife is like, what? You couldn't get us anything for 2023? And I couldn't, I did see somebody was selling his reservation on StubHub for a couple of shekels, but I don't know if that's, I mean, I would buy it if I knew for sure, but the guy doesn't have a lot of ratings and reviews, so I ain't buying his two seats at Fuego. Um, it's not even good seats. They're, they're bar seats. And uh, one is a bar seat and one is a table. So it's, it's, it's a reservation for two, but you one person's at the bar and one person, I, the whole thing um, doesn't, doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. But anyways, restaurants here are, are very busy. They have some of those, uh, I don't know if you've seen those double-decker tables where if it gets really crowded, they will put another table on a table and one person sits, so the table's on the table, but the people at the table, the second group of people that are on the upper deck, they sit on the shoulders of the people on the lower deck. Uh, it's quite uncomfortable, so if possible, you wanna make sure you come there second so you don't have to be kind of the anchor for the other people. So we'll talk about just a couple other things. So first of all, um, well, it's not first of all, it's like 11th or 15th of all in terms of uh, skipping from topic to topic. Uh, we'll talk about the vaccine for a second. And uh, I don't want to get too controversial because, you know, controversy can lead to uh, chatter and exposure and, and, and fame and money. And we, we wouldn't want that to happen. So we're just gonna keep it blah. But I wanted to talk a little bit about the vaccine. I know some people are pro-vaccine, some people are, are against the vaccine. And to me, I do have a rabbinical de degree, AKA smicha. Um, and uh, just a funny story about, uh, or I think it's funny, I just, man, I'm really not, Objective there. I was a little subjective. So uh, I had smicha, and I would keep it in my room. It was just kind of buried in a shelf, and but I would have it. I had a poster of Alicia Cuthbert. I think that's how you pronounce her name. She was on the show um, Twenty Four, and I would have her poster on the wall, and my smicha was folded on my shelf, and I used to tell people that if my spicha had 
the thighs, like Alicia Cuthbert, I would also hang my smicha on the wall. Anyways, because I have smicha, like anybody else who went to a Lubavitcher school, just shows you the level of quality there. So I'll tell you that just my Jewish perspective on the vaccine uh, and why I got the vaccine, so I'm pro-vaccine, is as a Jew, these vaccines are, are free. So it's free. You just got to take it. And so when I got my vaccine, I, I found out it was free. I was like, amazing, great. I'm going to take two of them. Can I take two of them? I'll take two of them. And it was great because there was another one. And then more boosters are coming out every week in Moderna and Johnson & Johnson will knock out like a, a new uh, version of, you know, booster 1.2, 5.6, 7.8. And uh, I will say this publicly that any time a pharmaceutical company has something that's FDA approved that will reduce my chances to get sick, and even if it's only slightly. And they are coming to a parking lot near me and have people wearing full surgical gear willing to inject me with whatever it is, I will take it. Uh, So if you know of any future vaccines that are coming out that are free, that I can go take them, Again, as a Yid, I feel it's my duty and responsibility to go and get them. Now, uh, I just, for people who are listening to this and listening to me for the first time, or for people who know me, so they're not listening to me for the first time, and they're like, hey, this is really great. I love your content and your stuff, and I just love you all, all over, and I want to give you a big hug. You know, if we're, if I want to keep in touch with you while, you know, not while you're doing the show and I want to get updates on what's like, what's going on, you know, how do we stay in touch? Uh, so the answer to that is we do not stay in touch. Please do not follow me on social media. Furthermore, I don't even have social media with the exception of WhatsApp. I'll explain because social app is a social media platform but I have no Facebook and no Instagram and no Twitter. And I am all the more happy for it. So there's no way to follow me for any updates. You know, this is it. Uh, I don't even have a brand. You, know, you got to put your brand. I, I'm just, my brand is, I have no brand. I'm just a person. I'm a person brand. And uh, so, yeah, the reason why I have WhatsApp is because the schools, they send updates to the parents via WhatsApp. So for example, your kid goes to a Hebrew day school and you're not dealing with so much tuition anxiety because you have other, like you said, we have, you have ways to deal with it. And let's say you wanna get you know, a picture of what your kid is studying every 15 to 20 minutes to distract you from your work. They, they will do that via WhatsApp. And for a while, I did not have WhatsApp, but my wife said, hey, I feel like a single parent because I'm the only one who knows what's going on at school, which, of course, was one of the many benefits of not having WhatsApp. But ultimately, she really wanted it to happen. And like most things, if my wife really wants it to happen, it's going to happen. So now I have WhatsApp. I am not in any group chats, and I don't look at memes, 
and uh, I just get updates from the school and I know uh, the important things that are going on, like tests and homework. Uh, so now I have no excuse for why my kids are not actively participating in the school. Before I forget, I wanted to thank, um, his name is Shlema Muchkin, and he gave me permission to use the opening song, I Go to Mikvah, and I thought that was a very appropriate song to start the show and to end the show. Uh, it's a song on Spotify. It's really well done. This song is called Mikvah. Uh, check it up. And it's amazing that at this point I look at the timer and we're at 29 minutes and 30 seconds. And my goal was to crank out a 30-minute show. So this is my first show. Now, we have to figure out a day of the week that we're going to publish, probably Tuesday or maybe Monday, so we can look forward to Mondays. Or maybe it's a Tuesday because I might be lazy to do it on. So we just got to figure that we got to tighten that up a little bit. Uh, and uh, if you really appreciate what I'm doing, uh, please do not share this with friends. Let's just keep this uh, amongst ourselves. And Amir uh, Tzashem, uh, we're going to have a lot of fun together. And my goal really is to bring light and humor into people's lives and talk about topics that are relevant to us and encourage everybody that if they have something creative to offer and everybody does, they should absolutely express it in whichever which way and know that it's really not an option. It's just a function that we have to be in a constant state of sharing our gifts with the world and inspiring others. Thank you very much. <laughs>